Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Taken over. Let's go. It's Pharrell. Coast to coast. Steaks, chicks, stacks. You and I are going to make a lot of money. It's Pharrell. Coast to coast. All right, Pharrell back on Coast to Coast for hour two. Uh, what I'm saying is about that song really quick. I don't know anything about it, right? So I'm not in on the eyes of Texas. I don't know the whole backstory and everything else. My problem with it is, like, I don't care if they sing it, don't sing it. I'm not losing any sleep over it. I understand your passion down in Texas for that song. I get it. Fair enough. But when you start threatening kids over singing a song, don't you have to check yourself a little? Can we get a timeout, Carver High, and a check on the threatening college kids over not singing a song? Does it really matter that much, the song, that you're going to threaten players at the school that you played for? That's insane to me. All right, Mafia, Brian Ciano on the UFC 259. Mafia, this is an unbelievable card for once. And I say that jokingly because uh, every week there's a card, and I get sick of it. I'm drowning in UFC events. But finally... A triple header title fights. This is no joke on Saturday. This is a huge card. It's stacked. I mean, you have three titles, four champions fighting. This card is so big, Scott, that you have your boy Joseph Benavides and you have Dominic Cruz, who both their last fights were fighting for titles on the undercard. They're on the prelims. This card is so stacked. I mean, so uh, of those three, uh, Blahovich is Adesanya, uh, mm-hmm. the Lioness against Anderson, Nunez. And then uh, Jan and Sterling, which is the one that really gets you going? I'm really excited to see uh, the, the Jan Sterling one. You know, Jan is a guy who took this belt. This is his first defense. Sterling is a guy who's very exciting, very dynamic. I mean, all this fight's going to be awesome, I think. I think we're going to get a lot better. You know, Nunez, Anderson one is the one that's most likely to be a dud. But even then, Anderson's very long. She's very, you know, different for that division. It might be the best chance that Nunez has as an actual you know, uh, contender there, someone actually push her a little bit. She's still probably going to win that pretty easily. But Jan Sterling's going to be an awesome fight. I think Sterling is very underrated, and Jan hasn't held that belt long. So, you know, we haven't seen him defend it. We saw the good win that he had to get it. We haven't seen him defend it against a guy like Sterling. And then, of course, anytime Alessani gets in the cage, it's interesting. I mean, Blahovic is going to be a lot bigger probably by the time they get to fight time. But still, we know that that doesn't matter. You could be jacked out of your mind, Paulo Costa. doesn't matter. You're still going to get touched by this guy, and it's still going to hurt. So wait a minute, uh, Costa said he was hungover when he fought him? Yeah, he's made every excuse in the book. This is turning into, you know, Deontay Wilder here, where every week is a new excuse for why this guy lost the fight. Who cares? You lost. It doesn't matter whether you were drunk, hungover, sick, hurt. You lost. And maybe if you were going into the fight like that, 
then you didn't deserve to be a champion anyway. Go fight Whitaker in a couple months. Get yourself back on track if you think you deserve to be in that title picture. Otherwise, shut up. Yeah, I love that. Shut your face. Uh, how about uh, Blahovich? What are his chances here against this monster? He's got good chances. I mean, the whole thing is if you can get your hands on Adesanya. We know that this guy has power. We saw what he did against Cruz to win that belt. This guy is a badass. He can drop people. He's fought at multiple you know, weight classes. This isn't the heaviest he's been. He's fought bigger and dropped down to this weight class before. So this guy has some serious pop in his fists and his kicks. It's something to be worried about and respected. It's just if he could actually connect because we know that Adesanya, while he's lanky and lean and going to be smaller, it doesn't matter. The guy comes at you at weird angles, has a great, incredible, you know, dynamic way of just avoiding your shots and somehow still hitting you. So it's all about if you can connect with him of whether your strikes actually matter. So, you know, he's pretty athletic, Borovich, but still, until we actually see him put his hands on Adesanya, that's going to be the big question. I can't wait to see it. Uh, finally, a card that's got your uh, blood flowing. I'm Jack for the thing on Saturday night in Vegas. Uh, we welcome in all of our radio affiliates, Sirius XM Channel 204, our satellite partners, Mightier 1090 in San Diego and all of Southern California, yeah, yeah. Sports Map Radio Network, and of course, Sports Byline USA and Armed Forces Radio all over the world. Hoorah, soldier, hoorah. It's Pharrell on Coast to Coast. I'm talking to Mafia about the UFC. All right, Daniel Cormier basically said that John Jones can't knock anybody out because his uh, punch uh, isn't hard enough, that he can't knock anybody out at 205. How the hell is he going to knock out heavyweights? What do you think of his latest comments about how everyone sucks but him? Well, I mean, they both hate each other, so it's not surprising that they're going to have this beef go on forever. I don't think you know these guys are going to be like the Neil Young and uh, you know thing where the beef that he had with Leonard Skinner. They're going to go to the grave hating each other's guts. But I, I kind of you know look at what he's saying and say, you know what? It's not the worst thing you ever heard because you think John Jones, you think dominant, how crazy he is, how awesome, amazing the goat. You look at the record. I mean, since 2013. In nine fights, he only had two knockouts, and one of those was taken away because a head kick to Cormier where he tested positive for steroids afterwards. So other than that, he's had seven decisions. In his career, 10 of his wins are by knockout, 10 are by decision. So there's plenty of uh, you know arg- validity to the argument that you know he doesn't have the greatest pop of everybody. So now you're going to go up in heavyweight where these guys are bigger, stronger, can take a shot a lot meaner. He might have a little bit of validity here, Cormier, saying that this guy isn't going to knock these guys out like he did in these smaller weights and you know, these lesser uh, opponents that he faced early in his career. Max Holloway says he doesn't want to kick Conor McGregor while he's down like a dog. Uh, in other words, he thinks he'd beat his ass. Yeah, I mean, these guys are two guys that matched up earlier in their careers, too, when they were smaller, when, you know, uh, at least Conor was smaller and fighting at the lower level. I mean, if you don't want to kick him when he's down, why not? I mean, this guy's been kicking everybody all the time. This guy doesn't pot shot, you know, everybody. So why would you pull your punches? Do you think you're better than him? No, go take your punches while he's there. Take your money and, uh, you know, do whatever you need to do. So what do you think? Is, is Chimaev, uh finished with his rambling diatribe about quitting? And uh, Dana White says it's all BS. He's not retiring. Yeah, it's really interesting because you saw the post and he was very emotional, according to Dana, that you know, said, I'm done. It's not worth it. We know that he's gone through a lot with this COVID, with his health and his recovery. But Dana said, listen, he's taking this steroid. He's not even supposed to be training right now. He wasn't trained on this in his recovery. He wasn't supposed to. It was terrible. So he got emotional and made that post. But he's not really done. Uh, and I don't think I'd lose any sleep if he if he did retire. We'll come back with college basketball. 
SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Who doesn't love a classic chocolate chip cookie? Famous Amos has been making them since the 70s, 1975 to be exact. With semi-sweet chocolate chips and a satisfying crunch, it's everything classic in one bite-sized cookie. And fans couldn't get enough. That's right. You'll find our original recipe, the one you know and love, in every bag of Famous Amos original chocolate chip cookies. Find Famous Amos anywhere you buy your favorite snacks. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. love the Callaway story, uh, particularly about how uh, Carver High said it best. Uh, what'd you say about his uh, uh, his wife and his philandering? Here we go. Well, no, I, I just think that when you read the story, it obviously he was doing things he shouldn't have been doing, and I think he was trying to sell it to his superiors as, yeah, listen, I'm, you know, I'm cheating on my wife, but I'm not, you know, doing any, you know, that's, you know, what I did, and I know that that's wrong, but I'm not doing anything really lewd here. Um, I think that's what he tried to sell people. He said all uh, the women I'm uh, all the women I've yeah. been with are it's consensual. consensual. And I, I know Everything's I'm a, consensual. I, I know I'm a cheating liar and I know that the husband of the woman that I'm sleeping with that's married, I know he's writing letters to you saying that I'm this awful person, but don't believe him. Believe me when I tell you that I'm every one of these women is consensual and it doesn't matter what my wife thinks. That's not the <laughs> trust me. I I got a feeling that's not the last we're going to hear about old Mick. Uh, we'll see how it goes for Mick down the road here. Uh, college basketball, Scotty. We have a lot of action to get to tonight. There's a lot of games. One from last night though. Oklahoma State beat Oklahoma for the second time in three it. days, seventy nine to seventy five. Listen to this resume for Oklahoma State. They've beaten Oklahoma twice, Texas Tech twice. They have wins over Arkansas, Kansas, and Texas. And they have four losses by three points or less. Cowboys are no joke. Let's listen to head coach Mike Boynton. He loves the toughness of his team, Scotty. It's a bunch of fighters. I mean, I probably said that a hundred times, but that's that's what it is. It was, it was a it was a really weird game in many respects. At one point, I felt like we were down like fifteen, and then I looked up and we were up four. And, <laughs> you know, but I, I guess that's kind of what you get when you put all the elements together. It's bedlam. We we just played this game. Like, we literally just played this game. We played 45 minutes worth of it, you know, 56 hours ago. And, um, you know, both teams are good. Both teams made adjustments from Saturday to today. And it took a little while for us to figure out exactly what it was going to take to win. And we had to do it with stops and get out and transition tonight. I mean, he's done a great job in Stillwater. I'm done questioning this team, whether they can uh, beat anybody. I think they should be a top five seed in the NCAA tournament for sure. 
Uh, they've beaten everyone good. They beat them twice. Uh, they beat Oklahoma twice, Texas Tech. You went down the litany of teams they beat. It's very impressive. Their quad one and two wins are very impressive. Uh, Cunningham's unbelievable. I can't fathom that I lost both of those bets. I thought for sure Oklahoma was getting one of those games, and they got neither. So I ate it both times. I'm done doubting the Cowboys. Also last night, Syracuse beat North Carolina 72-70. to The bad thing about that is now – you're going to have to listen for another week and a half. The Syracuse people try to sell you that they're going to get into the NCAA tournament. Malik Williams of Louisville out four to six weeks after re-injuring his foot. Not a good scene for him. Richard Patino, Scotty, telling his players in Minnesota that his days might be numbered. Do you think so, coach? Have you watched the team this year? Yeah, your days are numbered, my friend. Uh, NIT downsized to 16 teams. They're going to play that in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. We know the big tournament, Scotty, is coming to Indianapolis in a couple of weeks. I must show you what they have done with the JW Marriott there in downtown Indianapolis. They have the entire tournament bracket on the side of the hotel. Look at that. Nice job by the JW Marriott down there. I can't wait for them to start filling it out. Yeah, they do that a lot in in Vegas uh, with the you know MGM, and they put stuff on the side of the uh, you know resort, and it's just the entire thing. They put up these ads; it's crazy. Like they'll put up Floyd Mayweather, whatever, and they'll put up these giant things. That's just another example of it. That's really cool, though. Hopefully, they'll keep uh, putting the teams in as they go and update it every day. I think that'd make it even better. All right. So, like I said, we have a lot to get to tonight. In fact. The best game on the card is already underway, Scotty. Baylor at West Virginia, two top six teams. Uh, The pregame line minus four for Baylor in Morgantown. What do you think of this one? What have you seen so far? Well, I laid three, and they're up 21-9 early. They came out firing at Morgantown against the Mountaineers. So Baylor, of course, lost to Kansas. And they uh, are bound and determined to come out and prove that they're legit after losing. People, you know, stock dropped on them. Right now, early on, uh, they're kicking uh, West Virginia's ass, but they just got a three. 21-12 Baylor. I'm on Baylor here. Wake Forest visits Pitt tonight. They got absolutely embarrassed by Virginia Tech over the weekend. Pitt's still holding out hope to string a couple wings to, wins together. Minus four and a half for the Panthers tonight, Scotty. Yeah, I like Pitt. I mean, here's a game you could cancel and no one would care. That's how bad this game is. (laughs) Number 12, Arkansas, has been outstanding. They visit Frank Martin in South Carolina tonight. Minus six for the Razorbacks. They are road favorites. Big total, 157.5. Now, look, I know that Frank's a good coach, but South Carolina really sucks. If Arkansas can't go in there and beat them by 10 – Something's wrong with the Earth's axis because Arkansas is legit. And, you know, I buy into Alabama and Arkansas. They're really good teams. Can we just for once go in? It's my number one play here. I was willing to lay seven and a half. It's at six now. They should go in and stomp them because South Carolina flat out sucks. So it's my number one play. Now go get it done. I got no time for all the excuses and BS. Auburn visits number eight Alabama tonight, minus 11 for the Crimson Tide, another big 157 total. 
I have to I have to middle this. Bama wins. Auburn covers the number at 11 because, I mean, they hate each other's guts. It's a rivalry game. Alabama should blow them out, but they never do. Every time these two hook up in football or basketball, it's, you know, anything goes, and it's usually a great game. I just think it's too much wood. I think Auburn's terrible. I, their season ended a month ago, but, you know, if Cooper's playing, they should be in the game based on that it's a, a you know it's just like the Iron Bowl. It's a rivalry game. We don't have one, but we have two games tonight with top six teams. Number four Illinois at number two Michigan tonight in Ann Arbor, minus six and a half for the Wolverines at home. Look, uh, I got it at eight and a half when it opened up with Illinois, so I'm on the line at a cover to number Michigan to win the game. Uh, you know, at, at six, now you're getting sketchy. It's getting scary. Can Illinois cover that number and keep this tight? Because, look, it's real simple. Both of these teams are great, but Michigan is is another level when they play at Chrysler Arena. They are very tough at home. On the road, they can beat anybody anywhere. But at home, good luck against the Wolverines. I took the eight and a half. I don't really like it that much at six. Uh, eight and a half, I'm cool with the Illini covering the number. We've got a couple, uh, two very good teams in the Big 12 taking on two hack teams in the Big 12. TCU is at Texas Tech tonight, minus 12.5, and, and Texas at Iowa State. They are 11.5-point road favorites. Uh, look, Texas Tech wins. Texas, uh, Christian, TCU is not that bad. Give me 13.5 there. Uh, I know that number uh, is at 12.5 now. It opened up at 13.5. Texas and Iowa State. Here's another one. Uh, Texas should win this game, but you know they're going to sleepwalk in Ames thinking this is a walk in the park. I like the Cyclones to cover that number at 11 and a half. And then what, Xavier Georgetown? Uh, I, think, uh, I think Xavier spanks Georgetown tonight in D.C. I think they win that game easily. And also tonight, Duke visits Georgia Tech. Minus one and a half for the Yellow Jackets tonight. Indiana, the Hoosiers, try to revenge that loss against the Spartans a couple weeks ago. Minus three and a half for Sparty. Kentucky at Ole Miss. And Wisconsin visits Purdue tonight. Short one and a half total, uh, line right there for the Boilermakers. I like Georgia Tech to knock off Duke in Atlanta. I think Indiana loses in Breslin at East Lansing. I think uh, Ole Miss is going to beat Kentucky in Oxford. And I think Purdue at Mackey beats Wisconsin in West Lafayette. And uh, I'm all over uh, Purdue laying that number, so no problem there. And and that uh, Ole Miss game, I got it at a pick. Now it's at three. I still like Ole Miss. And later on, I will let you run through the sheet uh, very fast in the 540 segment. We'll run through the sheet. You can get them all done, all right? After Adam, we'll do the sheet. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Who doesn't love a classic chocolate chip cookie? Famous Amos has been making them since the 70s, 1975 to be exact. With semi-sweet chocolate chips and a satisfying crunch, it's everything classic in one bite-sized cookie. And fans couldn't get enough. That's right. You'll find our original recipe, the one you know and love, in every bag of Famous Amos original chocolate chip cookies. Find Famous Amos anywhere you buy your favorite snacks. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. 
Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Kaplan, you can follow him at Kaplan NFL, our NFL insider. He's on twice a week on Sports Grid and Coast to Coast. All right, Adam, let's start off with uh, J.J. Watt today. Of course, he surprised many uh, by signing with Arizona, uh, an 8-8 eight and eight team. And I know they had a press conference today talking about uh, the deal and why he ended up choosing Arizona. Let's go through it. Yeah, so... And first of all, it was a surprise. If you would have put the odds, I would have put the Cardinals in the bottom half of the teams that were interested. But it was it was interesting in that familiarity with defensive scheme clearly was something that was important to him. Vance Joseph, the Cardinals' defensive coordinator, was with J.J. Watt with, a, with the Texans for three seasons as their defensive backs coach. So he knows the kind of scheme that they're going to run. He, he's played in it. It was similar to uh, he was talking about what Wade Phillips ran with the Texans many years ago. So that was a part of it. He gets reunited with the great DeAndre Hopkins. We mentioned Vance Joseph. And then he gets to be a teammate now of Chandler Jones, like Watt, a former defensive player of the year. So you've got Watt, who's got three of them. Chandler Jones has one of them just two years ago in 19 of the Chandler Jones, and his season was cut short to a torn biceps last season. He only played, what, I think five games. Then hopefully getting Hassan Reddick back, their former first-round pick who had a breakout season. This could be an incredible defense. But the one issue they have, I'm talking about to teams that have played them last season, their secondary is very, very, be- very beatable. And don't forget, Patrick Peterson is a free agent right now. So they got to get him back, too. All right. So I know that, um, you know, on that note, uh, the owner has talked on the radio out there. You have a report about him clamoring how he wants Peterson back, but he wants in essence, all these veterans have to realize and players that the cap is going down. So they're all going to have to uh, calm down with their uh, salary demands. Uh, What does that say to you that he's literally going on record saying we can't spend the money. So you either are with us or, you know, you're not. Yeah. And uh, Michael Bidwell, the owner went on radio locally in in the Phoenix area, 98.7 FM and talked about that. See, the salary cap was last year was 198.2, okay? We know it's going to go down this season. We know that. We, we think it's going to be between 180 and 185. If these TV deals that you and I have talked about the last couple weeks could get done, by the time the, the free agency starts on March 17th, the cap could even be higher than that. And that's the hope here. We'll see what happens. But when you bring in a J.J. Watt, when you want to resign Hassan Reddick, when you want to bring back Patrick Peterson, uh, their former first-round first pick, it's hard to do all that in, in one season. But that's what you're trying to do here. You're trying to load up for one season. You mentioned earlier uh, that they were an 8-8 eight eight team, didn't make the playoffs. Your hope is this is what puts them over the top, bringing these players back, bringing in J.J. Watt. But again, just talking to teams last season even with Patrick Peterson playing, not a very good secondary, but the hope is if the, the pass rush is more consistent, that'll certainly help. But they need they need an influence, uh, sort of like uh, more talent at the cornerback position other than Peterson. Don't forget, 
Peterson for all, is 31 years old. Okay, he's not 25 years old. So all the pass rush in the world, you're not going to get pass rush on every down. You need better talent in the secondary. But overall, this front seven could be fantastic in Vance Joseph's 34 front. Riddick is, I think, uh, you know, almost more important at his age and that he's been in the league three years. He had a breakout season. Meanwhile, you're talking about uh, Peterson, 31. Look, I don't care what anybody says. J.J. Watt is no spring chicken either. Now, they're giving him $23 million guaranteed, two years. He's still got game. There's no doubt about that. But I don't think he has enough game to put them over the top. And Chandler was injured. You're telling me that getting J.J. Watt – now, you're not. I'm saying that, that people feel that this is suddenly some – team that we're supposed to be afraid of that was eight and eight. I, they're just not that good. They're, he's not winning a Super Bowl in Arizona. It's not happening. Yeah. And, and JJ Watt, you mentioned 31 years old, Chandler Jones, also older, Patrick Peterson, older Riddick in his mid twenties. Riddick, if you were, if you recall the first three years were a disaster, former first round pick, it was because they could not understand how to use him. Was he an outside linebacker? Was it inside linebacker? Riddick. Was he defensive end? He played outside linebacker this past season. Yes, Chandler Jones got hurt. He had 12 and a half sacks, 15 tackles for loss, and he looked phenomenal. I was at that 2017 Senior Bowl where I'm telling you, he was a mid to late second round pick. He was phenomenal that week. That catapulted him to be a first round pick, but they just couldn't figure it out. And then Vance Joseph, give him credit, he certainly figured it out uh, this past season. He was phenomenal, Reddick. So bring him back. And you, you talk about the age. He's the youngest player of that group that we just mentioned. So Getting him back in, and also on offense, Kyler Murray needs to be more consistent. We know how talented he is. He's, he's, he makes the phenomenal plays. Needs to be more consistent. Uh, Kenyon Drake, a free agent running back. Their starter last season. They have to make a decision on him. Uh, their offensive line's got to be also better. The, I agree with your assessment. Even with all these pieces, if they all come back, it's no guarantee, even if they make the playoffs, that they, they can make a deep playoff run. They still need more help. And again, I still believe it's in the secondary. And I also question uh, his durability with all of his back problems and injuries, uh, whether he can stand. I, like, I talk to people uh, on this show and on the radio saying that if the guy played less snaps, if he was, you know, 50% of the snaps instead of the, the quantity that they made him play in Houston, that's what did him in. In this job in Arizona, they have to be smarter with his reps. Yeah, and he, he's going to play DN. He's going to play with his hand down in that 34 front. They've got enough depth on the, the defensive line to give him a spell every now and then. But you make a really good point because he's an older player. Now, he's got a two-year deal. I've not seen the structure of that deal. I'm, I'm interested to see if it's really a one-year deal with uh, one year that doesn't have a lot of guaranteed money. Nevertheless, he's playing this season for this football team. They've got to figure out a way to elevate this, this team to the next level. They're on the precipice of the playoffs. They're right there. And what? What the hope is, with all these players coming back, potentially, they can get there. But, you know, it's funny. We've barely talked. You and I have done these segments now for nearly a year. We we started late last summer. Right. And I, I can't remember talking about the Cardinals more than two or three times. You bring in J.J. Watt, though, you become more relevant. Well, they certainly have got some attention this week because of it. And I also think that's because nothing else is happening in the NFL. So that was the big <laughs> flavor of the day. Let's talk about Kyle Van Oy, who had a gigantic deal in Miami for like $51 million. And he made, I think, 12 of it. And they've already uh, said they're cutting him to save that money. And then there's already rumors that he's going to go back to uh, New England. What's the truth? 
Yeah, here's what happened. So Van Noy didn't play poorly. He did okay. He was he came in there because he knows the head coach Brian Flores and he knows that that New England scheme. So he got a four year, fifty one million dollar deal. He made just over fifteen million this past season. What a phenomenal contract! But here's the thing: it had what we call a one year structure, so they could get out of it without owing them anything. Now they have to cut him officially. He, is, he was not cut officially today, but they've informed him he'll be cut. They have to cut him by March 21st. With the language in the contract says his base salary of 12.5 million becomes fully guaranteed on the fifth day of the league year, which is the fifth day of free agency, which just happens to be March 21st. So they'll cut him before that. And yeah, if you look at Van Noy, he got that big deal with Miami because of his play in New England. Now, if you're Kyle Van Noy, you you were, the Dolphins were 10 and six. I know he's not going back, but you just were this close to making the playoffs. He's an older player now in his 30s. He does turn 30 soon. He has to make a decision on what's more important to him. But look, $15 million for one season for only 14 games is a pretty good deal and a good football player. But this sets up the Dolphins now by releasing Van Noy. Remember now, they have two first-round picks. Number three and number 18, they need pass rushers. They need wide receivers, offensive linemen, and pass rushers. They could attack that at number three or number 18 and also with the bevy of, of picks that they have. All right, let me uh, throw it off the field a little bit here and ask you what you think. Respectfully, I got about two minutes. Um, Britt Reed, uh, you've seen the news today of this lawyer going on record and doing interviews about this little girl who's got brain damage. She can't walk. She can't talk. She's going to have uh, – she's got a brain injury. And it's going to affect the rest of her life. And that they're clamoring for uh, this guy to serve – massive time and to be penalized under the law to the greatest extent of it that they can possibly persecute this guy. Uh, I think Britt Reed is going to prison for a while. I think he's going to lose this case. It doesn't matter who his dad is. Yeah. And you can forget about football in this case, obviously that, that, that that's pretty much over. It's just that what's going to happen to him with uh, you know his career and his, the rest of his life, but awful story. And Andy Reid, you know, his father's got to deal with this with his son. There's no doubt. I mean, that this is what he faces right now. It's it's really unfortunate for a football team that you know, lost this. They lost in the Super Bowl, a very tough loss. And now Andy Reid's got to deal with this. Now we're in March, and we just talked about it. we've got free agency here, so Andy's got a lot on his mind, a lot to take care of. I mean, he's lucky she didn't die because if she died, he'd be doing 20 to 30 years. And now with the brain damage, I still think he's going to do. I'm, my guess is that guy's going to do 10 years. I mean, at the very least, uh, he's got he got nothing but problems on his hand. He was drunk and he was high. He was on Adderall. I don't care. You can't drive a car on Adderall in any state in this country. I don't care who you are. Yep. And look, he should know better because of some of the things that he was going through earlier in his life. And it's, it's almost hard to believe that this happened, but it did happen. And as you, as you outlined uh, he faces much serious issues going forward for the rest of his life, and it's really sad. And you feel for the family and the child, just absolutely awful. 20 seconds. Uh, is Godwin getting tagged? I expect him to get tagged, yes, because remember, it's either going to be he or, or Shaq Barrett. Uh, I, the way that the, the Bucks look at it is when you look at Godwin, he's an absolute superstar. Of the two of them, of the two, I do expect him to get tagged. All right, uh, Adam, great stuff today. One other note, NFL wants Fox to pony up $2.25 billion annually in the next TV deal. Let's hope that helps that cap go up a little bit. Great job, Adam. I'll see you again later in the week. You got it. Thank you. All right, there he is, Adam Kaplan on Coast to Coast.
SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Hop, hop, hooray. Nordstrom Rack's got sweet deals on everything Easter, which is Sunday, March 31st. Get to Nordstrom Rack now and save on Kate Spade, New York, Two-Faced, Steve Madden, Calvin Klein, and more from just $30. Score great brands and great prices on Easter looks for everyone, plus spring decor, gifts, and all kinds of deliciousness. Rack up the deals today at your Nordstrom Rack store. What will you find? Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. What do you got? A little dab of JJ Watt here, a little taste. Yeah, let's take a listen since you and Adam were just talking about him to JJ Watt. This is from Arizona Cardinals website. This is him showing up. He's ready to go. He's excited to be in Arizona, Scotty. I'm very excited. Uh, my wife and I are very excited to be here. Uh, Mr. Bidwell, Steve, everybody here has, has been unbelievable so far. And I'm just excited to get started. I'm very excited to get started, get to work, get to know the people of Arizona and uh, to go to work to try and help him win a championship. Yeah, it's not happening. But congratulations <laughs> on all that money you've got. And they're not, they're not winning luck. Jack with him there. No, they're not no, winning listen, Jack. It is what it is. He, and, and I can't fault him for this. He took the most, no. you know, the most money. Now, there's a report that maybe the Colts offered him more money. Whatever. He took the most guaranteed money. And he also has relationships with some people out there. Right. And that's it. That's all fine. But... Let's just tell it like it is, like you're saying, as far as J.J. Watt goes. Good luck to you. Um, let's get to your sheet. I mean, we left college hoops before. We went through right. the main games. You were waving some big pieces of paper at me. Can you give me the rest of the sheet here? Let's go. All right, Buffalo wins. I like Akron, the Zips, to cover the number at six. Uh, Toledo wins. Central Michigan covers the 16. Then I'm going to go Cleveland State, lay the eight. Northern Kentucky wins. Take the one. Wright State wins. Milwaukee covers 14 and a hook. UCF wins. Tulsa, though, covers on the other side with four. Ball State wins. Eastern Michigan covers the 10 in Ypsilanti. Kent State wins, but Ohio covers the three and a half in a great game. Bowling Green wins. Miami of Ohio covers the seven. Fresno covers the 14, but Boise beats them. So take Boise on the money line. Youngstown State wins. Outright getting four. LSU wins. Vandy covers 11 and a hook in Smashville. And give me Marquette. Lay the five and a half. And Memphis wins. Lay the nine. There you go, Carver High. There we go. Big night of college basketball. Baylor and West Virginia underway now. You've got uh, Michigan and Illinois later. Indiana, Michigan State. Okay, Scotty, hockey. Last night, we had all those West Coast late-night games, and one of them was awesome. Vegas, the Golden Knights, come back down 4-2 late in the third period. They tie up the Wild, and then they win it in overtime. 5-4. Your boy, Max Pacioretty, with the overtime winner, Mark Stone, with five apples, five primary assists 
for the what? Knights last night as they come back and beat Minnesota. Big win for them. Those two teams play again tomorrow night. The Sharks hammered the Avalanche in San Jose. Very surprising, Sky. The Avalanche, it's like every time you think they're about to get going, like they have a performance like last night at the Shark Tank against a team that has been awful. They blitzed the Avalanche last night. Yeah, it's really weird uh, for me that, uh, you know, everybody talks about the Avs are the best team in the West, and they just simply aren't. They are not the best team in the West. In fact, they've been a massive disappointment overall with all the cheesy games they lose. I mean, they shouldn't be losing to the San Jose Sharks, let alone getting pummeled for that many goals. Uh, You know, one day they look good, the next day they look terrible. They're up and down like a roller coaster. The Ottawa Senators have been really good lately. They beat the Flames again. Uh, I think they've won four out of five. They beat the Flames two out of three. Nice job by Ottawa. The Leafs shut out the Oilers for the second game in a row, 3 nothing. How about the mighty Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl, Scotty, both getting shut out two games in a row by the Toronto Maple Leafs and their miserable defense and goaltending. Nice job by Edmonton. And look at what Toronto has done here to this North division so far, Scotty. I mean, they have great records against everybody. They're 4-1-1 against Edmonton. They didn't count that win last night. They've beaten Montreal, Ottawa, uh, Vancouver, Winnipeg. They've only played once, but they are a good team. There's no doubt about it, but you know how it is, Scotty. We got to see them late in the year, if they can get into the Final Four and play teams like Boston, Vegas, etc. Let's see them beat those teams. That's when we'll find out if they're for real or not. But against that Canadian division, they are kicking ass and taking names and destroying everybody. They're clearly the best team in the North. Let's see what they do, though, uh, when it really matters against teams uh, that are dangerous in the other divisions. And you know as well as I do what happens to the Leafs. It happens every year since 1967. They lose. I still believe one of those teams like Winnipeg will pick them off in the playoffs before they even get to a Final Four. Uh, Getting towards the midway point now, our boy Wyshynski, of course, ESPN.com, put out his early season award leaders. I'll just give you the big ones. Hart Trophy, McDavid, Austin Matthews, Patrick Kane, Vesna, Vasilevsky, the flower, Marc-Andre Fleury having a big year with the Knights, and Kevin Lankin in rookie for the Blackhawks, been excellent. Kale McCarr for the Norris, Victor Hedman, who I think will win it, and Charlie McAvoy, your early season award leader, Scotty. I mean, what the Caner's doing in the Windy City with that young team with a bunch of no-name hacks and the fact that the guy is uh, you know, leading them and, and they're winning and they're tough every night, that's an MVP to me. Uh, that, that guy stands out. I think Austin Matthews, talent-wise, is unbelievable. But what Kane is doing by himself on that team without Taves around, give him the heart. Give me the flower. Give me McCarr. Uh, what McCarr is doing defensively is surreal. He's the new stud in the NHL. I think he's going to get his first. Marc-Andre Fleury has never won the Vesna, Scotty. That would be a nice piece of hardware for him to add to all those Stanley Cups that he won with the Penguins. Speaking of the Penguins, tonight they will not have Sidney Crosby, Scotty. He was uh, put on the NHL's COVID protocol list. Uh, he will not play against the Flyers. Now, we don't know yet, Scotty, of course, uh, if he has COVID. This could have been a close contact situation. Uh, we don't know any of that information yet, uh, but he uh, has been on ice. Listen to this. For 45% of the Penguins' goals this year, 27 out of their 60 goals, Crosby has been on the ice for them. So that's obviously – we don't have to say it. It's a huge piece not being in the lineup. 
I mean, it's enormous. And, you know, really, Malkin's done nothing. Uh, Gensel, Rust, I mean, I don't even know how they beat the Islanders as many times as they did, really, with this ragtag bunch. Seriously, uh, he's everything to that team. And then uh, Latang has played great, there's no doubt. But, I mean, who has stood out on that team besides Crosby? No one. So now I'm scared to death because I got the Penguins tonight against the Flyers, and I know they're playing them twice this week. Without him in the lineup, uh, I don't know if I, I feel the same way. I'm not going to flip my pick, but my guess is without him, they probably get their ass beat tonight. I will say this, and this is a spicy one tonight if you want to play it on FanDuel. Usually Malkin does show up and play better when Crosby's out of the lineup. We've seen it in the past. For whatever reason, Malkin does step up a little. He's plus 210 to score a goal tonight on FanDuel. I think I might have to take a shot with your boy Evgeny. Uh, tonight's game, Scotty, we do have eight games on the ice, including your Penguins. We will get to them in a moment. The Sabres at the Garden to take on the Rangers tonight, minus 158 for the Blue Shirts. The Red Wings, who have been a lot better lately, against Columbus, who has been awful Minus 190, the Jackets are favorites. Give me the Red Wings tonight again. Islanders and the Devils at the Rock. We've got Ottawa and Montreal. Ottawa has given Montreal all kinds of problems this year. Yeah, you know, at some point, the Canadians have to win a hockey game or they're going to fire everybody in sight, including the players and their wives. I'm going to take the Canadians at the Bell tonight. I like your Islanders uh, at the Rock against the Devils. I think the Jackets, uh, again, like the Canadians, they're desperate. They have to win this game against the crappy Red Wings. I don't care how good they played in two games in a row. I'm taking Columbus, and I think the Rangers beat the Sabres, uh, even though no, I guess still no Panarin. He's in hiding. The KGBD's trying to kill him. You can't even make this stuff up. When is Zabinijad and the rest of this talented team with – Kako and company, when are they going to finally play some good hockey? I mean, at least tonight, play well against a crappy team and win at the Garden, for God's sakes. Flyers, like we were mentioning, in Pittsburgh tonight to take on the Penguins. Flyers are favorite tonight on the road. Hurricanes and Predators in Nashville tonight. Hurricanes a road favorite. The Canucks and the Jets, they played last night. Canucks beat them 4-0 in Winnipeg. Give me the Jets tonight, Scotty, that's for sure. And Tampa Bay, who pounded the Stars last week in Tampa twice. Tonight, they visit the Stars in Dallas. They are a road favorite. I still got to take them. Uh, Dallas has not played well for three weeks at least. Uh, they've fallen off a cliff. I'm with you on the Jets. I hit that Canes game against the Panthers last night in overtime. They were down 2-1 with three minutes to go in the game, and they won it. They stole that game in South FLA. I'm going to take him again tonight in Smashville because I think the Predators suck. And I'll take that goal and a half with the Penguins as sure as I'm sitting here. Give you some baseball now, Scotty. A couple things from the last two days with the spring training games getting going. Trevor Bauer took the hill for the Dodgers for the first time yesterday. Easy peasy, nothing uh, with him. Got all the outs he needed to get, wanted to go longer. Here he is saying, so far, so good for his time in Dodger Blue. All right. You know, obviously it's new, so there's a lot of new people, new faces, new names, new routines, stuff like that. But um, everyone's been super welcoming and uh, engaged and, um, you know, uh, couldn't, couldn't be happier with how everything's going. Yeah, until they find out how much of a D you are and they all turn on you, which I'm expecting any month now. <laughs> so on the other side of the Trevor Bauer coin, there is the team that did not 
sign him, Scotty. And that was the New York Mets. Now, Sandy Alderson met with the media yesterday in Port St. Lonesome. First of all, he said that they missed out on George Springer because, quote, even Steve Cohen runs out of money and they did not want to risk not being able to re-sign Michael Conforto. And here he is telling you, Scotty, that maybe they dodged a bullet not signing Trevor Bauer. Here's Sandy Alderson. We were aggressive in our pursuit, but uh, we're also um, very happy with where we are currently. So, um, you know, I wish him well in L.A. Um, And I think that uh, uh, he would have added a dimension to our team, um, maybe a third or fourth dimension. (laughs) So and hard to know how that would have uh, turned out. But, um, uh, you know, we thought we could manage it and um, maybe that was naive. We'll see. Uh, but uh, look, we're very happy with the roster we have, and I'm not here to say, wow, we dodged a bullet. I'm here to say uh, we made an effort. Uh, we thought he would help our team. We understood what the risks were associated with um, um, some of the social media stuff. Oh, God, he's like stammering. Uh, like, listen, <laughs> let's just stop with all your, bu- you know, just apps. I was going to drop a bomb there. I was just going to drop a huge bomb. Did you see me stop in the middle of my backswing and just not cuss right there? Because I was going to drop a BS as sure as I was sitting here. <laughs> Listen, Sandy Alderson's so full of shack. Are you kidding me, this guy? Like, uh, we like where we are. They wanted, they were on their knees, like in a porno. They were in a porno on their knees, begging Trevor Bauer to play for the Mets. Let's stop acting all smart now that we we really dodged a bullet here because he's a head case or he's a third or fourth dimension. Are you listening to this clown? Dude, does your wife believe you two at the dinner table? Who are you kidding, this guy? What a liar he is. Oh, my God, that was so pathetic. He's trying to make it sound like the you know oh you know we're gonna be okay sure you're gonna be okay uh, the Yankees yesterday Gary Sanchez hit a ball Scotty uh, you know down there in Tampa that yeah that Steinbrenner Fields by Dale Mabry I think he hit it over Dale Mabry Boulevard right. uh, down in Tampa and he caught Garrett Cole which was a big sticking point at the end of the year remember Higashioka caught him in the playoffs and down the stretch Cole said that it worked out very well with Sanchez Cubs GM Jed Hoyer says that he's gonna talk extension with Rizzo Brian and Baez, so maybe yeah, sure. he's going to keep the band together, Scotty. Sure. We'll see if they want to oh, stay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's going to give all three of them uh, contracts for $300 million. They're all going to get gigantic deals. Sure, Jed. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Hop, hop, hooray. Nordstrom Rack's got sweet deals on everything Easter, which is Sunday, March 31st. Get to Nordstrom Rack now and save on Kate Spade, New York, Two-Faced, Steve Madden, Calvin Klein, and more from just $30. Score great brands and great prices on Easter looks for everyone, plus spring decor, gifts, and all kinds of deliciousness. Rack up the deals today at your Nordstrom Rack store. What will you find? Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. 
And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Aaron Rodgers donates a million to small businesses in his California hometown. There you go. LeBron selling his 9,500 square foot Brentwood mansion for a cool 20 and a hook. 20 mil and a hook. The Miz last night. I think he lost his title to Bobby Lashley on Raw, Carver High. I don't know about count outs and everything else. I think Lashley will be the champ heading into WrestleMania this summer. Huge development. Uh, I believe so. From what I could decipher from reading the recap, he, uh, there was a count out, then they fought again. Uh, either way, our boy isn't the champ anymore. Very unfortunate situation. Jay Cutler made a guy chug a beer, a pitcher of beer, in order to take a picture with him. He was skiing somewhere. I saw the guy just chug an entire picture. It can't be worth it to chug an entire pitcher of beer just to get a picture with the great Jay Cutler. A woman finds a 15-pound lump of whale vomit worth 185 grand while walking along a beach in Thailand. They use whale vomit when it hardens it becomes perfume. It is the sweet smell of perfume that comes off whale hurl. I have heard it all now. Prince's Purple Rain ruffled shirt and custom guitar up for auction. Carver High has been bidding in the millions to get his hands on the ruffled shirt. Reese's announces an all peanut butter, chocolate-free peanut butter cup. All Peanut butter. The entire cup will be peanut butter with zero chocolate. It's gold and full of peanut butter. It's kick-ass. I can't wait. Alec and Hilaria Baldwin welcome their sixth child. Jesus, dude. Honestly, you're like 60, and you're still having babies? (laughs) You'll be 90 when they graduate from high school. I mean, slow it down, Alec. And how about Todd Bertuzzi, former NHLer with a nice – Mug shot in Detroit over the weekend, Saturday morning, DUI for Todd. I love that (laughs) mug shot, Todd. You look fantastic in your post-playing career. All strung out on the J-Mo after a rough drive home. Game time decisions next. See you tonight on the bench at 10. Good night. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.